Can I Steal You for a Second, a Bachelor Nation podcast, hosted by Ashley Young, Shay Corrigan, and Natalie Zamora. Hey, everybody. Welcome into season two of Can I Steal You for a Second? We are a Bachelor podcast. I'm Ashley Young, joined alongside two of my favorite people from Fansided Entertainment, Shay Corrigan, Natalie Zamora. Thank you guys for uh, hopping on the podcast this year. I think we're going to have a lot of fun. Yes, I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're not being in the studio again, but also it's nice to do this from home. <laughs> that constant mixed blessing. Mixed blessing. I definitely have flannel pajama bottoms on underneath this, so I am truly leaning into the Zoom life we have going on. And Zoom's been a theme. We've been in quarantine. We've seen how it's affected the Bachelor Nation production over the past couple of months. And we have a lot to kind of catch everyone up on. If you, you want a nice little, you know, brief summary of what has happened over the past couple of months heading into Claire's season next week. So Shay, I'm going to let you take care of that. My, my word's queen. So take it away. Bring us. Yeah. So for a show that had like, it's, you know, not quite flagship, but basically the second, whatever you call a second flagship show, delayed by, I don't know what time is anymore, like four months. It was supposed to premiere in May. There's been so much Bachelor Nation news in the meantime. They got like, not a whole second season, but like, I don't know. The buzz has been up for Claire's season. Like it seems to have not dipped at all, uh, despite the fact the actual show itself has been so significantly delayed. And like, like you said, we're going to run through this real quick, catch you up to speed if you haven't been sort of following everyone's uh, Instagram stories religiously for the last four months. So COVID stopped production in, what was it, like April or May, something like that, which happened basically to everyone um, and was, you know, normal, but it almost felt like that kind of delay allowed all this like drama to like pop up in the meantime, uh, where like initially one of the big storylines was there was some tension, uh, some judgments, or aspirations cast on, aspirations is the right word. <laughs> you said I'm a word person, I'm clearly very wrong to this. I set um, you up to fail. I, I know. Yeah. I set you up for that. <laughs> Many months. Anyways, there was uh, drama, I'm going to use that word a lot here, over Matt James and Claire, like something, some implications that he wasn't there for the right reasons. Uh, before that could even be resolved on screen, he gets promoted basically <laughs> to be uh, the next Bachelor, which was very exciting. We're all thrilled about that. Uh, and then between sort of that and also the announcement that Claire would be the Bachelorette, they recast a lot of her sort of contestant pool to age them up a bit um, because she's going to be their oldest Bachelorette. Uh, and I guess probably rightly so, she doesn't need to be dating 22-year-olds. Uh, so that happens, and we're all like, ooh, okay. Filming finally starts in July, which, again, months are hard, the two months after when it was supposed to premiere. Uh, and then we start hearing all these rumors, like the whole, <laughs> the Bachelor bubble is a La Quinta resort and spa, um, and so it's like a compound, like they're all there, and Apparently, they're still going to do hometowns somehow. Um, they're definitely not traveling, which feels like a real hit to anyone on this season because travel seems like a huge perk of going on the show. Uh, I'm going to stop you there because yeah. I, I would be bitter. I would be yeah. Bitter. Right, Natalie? Like, I openly say I would never have the, the confidence or the courage to put myself on national television right. and trust the producers to make me look good. But to be robbed of the travel, that's, that's unjust. unjust. Yeah. It's like it's the listen to your heart dates just in the backyard. <laughs> You're just watching the house from far away. That's what they're going to be doing, I guess. Back oh, at, yeah, yeah, the pool at the hotel. Yeah. Because <laughs> even like, oh man, I didn't even occur to me that like even the dates that would have been in LA where like they go out to like a rest, there's going to be, they're going to have brought in so many different country stars to just yeah. in different corners of the hotel each week that's it's gonna be all country music dates this season mm -hmm. uh but anyways so it starts filming sounds good there's like a fun like quirks here and there like chris harrison had to quarantine at some point so apparently we're gonna get 
uh, Jojo Fletcher as like a, a sub for a little bit, which is the first time Chris Harrison will have ever not posted something Bachelor related, which is, you know, exciting, I guess, sign of the apocalypse. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And then, like, two weeks or so into filming, they announce, or I don't know if it's announced or if it's just leaked, but Claire leaves. Claire's no longer on the show anymore, and they bring in Tasha uh, to sort of, I don't know, I don't think it was ever, correct me if I'm wrong here, like, formally announced that she was, like, taking over as Bachelorette, but yeah. she, it was widely assumed that she was taking over as Bachelorette, and then, like, the rumors really started ramping up, which was where I get a little lost, but also excited. Uh, one of the exciting ones is that she fell in love with one of her contestants and just left the show, <laughs> which I feel like if that's true, puts the Bachelorette in a real weird spot, real weird spot where like, they were so efficient and good at their job <laughs> helping her find love that it like <laughs> broke the show. Um, yeah, and then other things that got laid, they brought back the guys that were, originally recast they're back they went to the La Quinta they also brought in so many former like Bachelor Nation contestants that rumors and this is one of my favorites began <laughs> that they were actually filming a second secret show like another spin-off <laughs> in there I don't know if it was like Paradise or what but like they're like there's so many of these people coming into this compound <laughs> they're up to something uh, <laughs> Yeah, which I think kind of brings us, well, brings us up to, like, the past couple of weeks where they've started releasing promos, um, and, like, the real juicy one is Chris Harrison saying to Claire that she's blown up the Bachelorette, which, again, feels like the kind of thing, if it were entirely true, they would not be airing that, uh, <laughs> but that's my already jumping out. That yeah. line, you've blown up the Bachelorette, um, <laughs> I'm okay with it. I, I'm tired of this, you know, teasing the most epic, the most dramatic, the most historic season. Like, mm -hmm. give me something to call historic. Blow it up. Like, I love that she just left. We, this was overdue. We are way too many seasons overdue for a little shuffle and the, you know, routine of Bachelor life. Now, let's rewind a little bit. Um, when you first heard, uh, you know, that Claire was leaving, do you remember, like, where you were in your reaction to that news? I'm pretty sure I remember Reality Steve tweeting it, and I don't remember where I was, but I was shocked. I, like, gasped and sent it in a bunch of group chats. I was like, is this real? And everyone was like, I don't know. You tell me. I'm like, I don't know. It has to be real. But I was so, I was excited just because, like you said, it's a shakeup. So I'm, I was hoping that it was real. That was my first reaction. That's definitely something interesting about the, the rumors is that, that we associate the word rumors with something being like false and you shouldn't yeah. trust it, but it's almost fact. It's like spoilers. They're better. Yeah. Probably is a better word than rumors. Yeah. I don't remember where I was, but I do remember getting like a long dormant bachelor group chat, like sprung <laughs> with like 15 messages. And I just remember thinking, I'm going to look into this in September. <laughs> Let's circle back. Let's I'll circle back. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there was, despite being trapped inside and quarantining and everything just going off the rails with production, we were gifted a lot of drama in the off season. So I am excited for this season. And it is nothing tops, nothing all season. I don't care what kind of drama there is. Then when I first go through these bios <laughs> and I can judge every single one of these men oh, on yeah. their fun little dating profiles. So that's what we're going to do today. We're gonna go through all 31, I believe, of these bios. Yeah. We're gonna go really quickly and we're just gonna ping through them and kind of give a quick tease to their bio, their age. And you know, I wanna get your first reactions, ladies, and kind of if you're in or out, because there's a couple that stood out to me uh, for yeah. better or for worse. <laughs> Before so, we begin, I have to say, I used to think like the first episode of The Bachelor, The Bachelor was the only one worth watching because like the silly intros and that was really mm -hmm. fun. Mm -hmm. I had no idea, like, the bios on the website are so much better than even, like, the silly intros by way of just being, like, they're, I don't know, in another life, I would love to write those. I would love to give, yeah. give a very sincere, heartfelt sort of application for The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and then come up with this absolutely, like, unhinged uh, <laughs> description of who these people are. And I feel bad for yeah. them, but I love it as a reader. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. And they always tend to be like, my mom needs to improve and she better keep up with me on the dance floor. I'm like, this is the worst hinge profile I've ever seen. 
And they're like, the bullet points about what's unique about them, it loves to drink coffee. <laughs> wow. Cool. <laughs> we have some of those in here, for sure. We're just like, you, you know, who wrote this? They did you dirty. They made you look like the lamest guy hmm. out of an incredible pool of, like, former athletes. And, like, there's, right. we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go in alphabetical order um, because we want to stay organized here. So first on the dock is AJ. He's 28. And he is a sophomore salesman. Quick little blurb about him. He grew up in a Muslim household. And thanks to a strong bond with his mother, he has a sincere respect for women. He wants someone who will challenge him and keep life fun as they grow old together. So we're starting off with a very sincere bio. They're really tearing at the heartstrings here. Um, Shay, we'll start with you. First thoughts on AJ. Uh, I like him. I'm a fan. Uh, it says on his thing that he doesn't show up to anything without doing his research first, which really speaks to me and also makes me think that he's like coming in with some deep oppo on the other man, which is <laughs> exciting. What is he going to do with it? I don't know. He's like very politely saying he does thorough stalking before yeah, every day, which I respect too. the hell yeah. out of. That's the less, the less positive way of framing that. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I think I like him too. He looks cute. He looks young. It says he's 28, but he looks pretty young. But I'm, I don't see any red flags yet. <laughs> that's always a good sign. Right? I feel like no immediate red flags. A first pass through these, I know what's to come. And I'm like, AJ just seems like, you know. He's safe. He's and, someone you yeah, can really like, you know, there's, there's people you want to go on a few dates with before you bring them to the friend group. He's someone I'd be like, yeah, you can come to the party first time. Like, I'm sure you're safe. So I get, like, not good for TV. Time during the premiere, though, if he's that mellow and safe. But hopefully he's one of those ones, and I don't want to spend too much more time on him, but one of those ones that's, like, you don't see it all, but he makes it through because he has, like, some a couple solid moments with her. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he is a viewer. don't get to spend much time with him. <laughs> the integrity. Yeah, constantly torn for the integrity of finding love and finding the one, but also wanting really messy television. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving on to Ben. He's 29 from Venice, California. He's an Army Ranger veteran. He's a sweet Midwestern boy with California dreamboat good looks. So he is a veteran and he kind of has a story about, you know, suffering a life-changing back injury that shifted his priorities. Um, personally, this bio didn't really stick out to me. He kind of looks He's just kind of there. But something in his fun fact is that he loves to show affection through writing letters. Both of you, I want to know, are you in or out on love letters? What are your thoughts? It depends on how oh, no. cheesy they are. We have some laughter. I think I kind of know everyone's answer on this podcast. I don't think we're the softest group of individuals, but... It depends. If it's more of like a nice card, okay, but if it's like a straight up poem, I'm not sure. <laughs> like a little haiku. Yeah. <laughs> I'm big on letters generally, uh, but I feel like love letters, it would depend on how good a writer he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, for the listeners, you guys obviously write for your job, so I can imagine <laughs> that the standard is a little higher when their their grammar is off and the punctuation isn't correct. Misspelled so. words really takes away from the sentiment. Yeah. Any other thoughts on uh, Ben before we move on? I actually kind of like him. So I looked at most of their Instagrams, and he looks better on Instagram. He's like <laughs> a bodybuilder too, so I was into it. <laughs> Okay, I didn't do the Instagrams yet, so you're going to be my go-to for what they're doing on social. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about the Instagram or the bodybuilding, but I will say anyone whose favorite indulgence is an ice bath might be a psychopath, so. True, true. I'm with you, Shay. I'm out. I got to oh, go yeah. on the ice bath. <laughs> That's going to be a no for me. <laughs> Absolutely no. Yeah. Bennett is 36. He's from New York City. He's a wealth management consultant. This is one of my favorite bios. Um, I don't know if it speaks more to Bennett or if it speaks to the person that wrote it, <clears throat> but it goes. Bennett says he is the total package. Handsome, check. Great job, check. Mature and ready to find his wife, check. So why is he single, you may be wondering. According to Bennett, he hasn't always been this successful and good looking. Um, settle down, Bennett. He went to Harvard, joined a finals club. Like He is a walking red flag in my book. Uh, it just screams, like, pretentious energy. Yeah. 
I agree. I agree. I think this is one of the guys that like they had already that they didn't recast because I remember he was an older one. So I was happy about that initially. But yeah, I'm not a fan of his bio. I, my note, and I say this with the necessary, like, Bachelor, Bachelor, caveat that I'm sure most of these people are decent human beings and wholesome and whatever and good, and we cannot possibly know them. <laughs> my single note about Bennett was I hate everything about his bio. <laughs> I, like, like, you said it's full of red flags, just like, yeah. the whole... I don't know, the way it was described, like, why is he single? Because he always hasn't been successful and good looking. Attending Harvard, being a financial planner. Yeah. Um, hating humidity at any level is a deal breaker. Bennett, nobody likes humidity, but we don't yeah. think it's a deal breaker. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, I moved to Florida for the humidity. <laughs> all right, so we're all on the same page, which cool makes me feel better. The only girl he's ever had to work for. Yeah, that part was weird. Him. <laughs> he's excited to go on the chase. Uh, join one of those fancy finals. Uh, I just, uh, sorry about yeah. that. <laughs> but I think he'll be good TV. Or or he'll just be really boring. I don't know. But I think yeah. there's like an element to him that could just be great, great content. All right, moving on to Blake. We have two Blakes. Not only do they both have the name Blake, they have the same initials. So they have to go by their last names. I'm not, I'm probably butchering this. Blake Moner? Monar? Anybody? Anybody want to correct me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say Moner, but that just sounds weird <laughs> now that I'm saying it out loud. <laughs> Mon R. Um, Monet? I don't know. First Blake, he's 31. Phoenix Blake is what I'm going to call him. Um, and I'm excited about this Blake because he is a male grooming specialist, which, you know, to catch, that catches my eye. He's got some of the wildest hair I've ever seen in a Bachelor profile. Um, I want to call him out, though, because in his bio, it says growing up, baseball was Blake's life. Two years after living his dream of playing in the major leagues, he had an injury into early retirement. This man never made it to the major leagues. He was in the farm system. Like, you played minor league baseball, which is a, it's an accomplishment. I'm not knocking his talent or athleticism, but don't say that you played in the major leagues if you never even got the call up to, to play. And we have a couple of those bios, and I don't know if it's a sports thing, but it's annoying. Like, I want these bios to be honest, and these <laughs> athletes are out here, you know, practice scrub or practice squad, saying they played in the NFL. I'm not buying it. So I'm annoyed at Blake, but I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. The fan side are different. We will fact check all your yeah. <laughs> references. <laughs> I couldn't help it. It's not, not here. <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't know. Anybody else? Any other thoughts on our male grooming specialist friend, Blake? I found both Blakes very dull, so I don't have a lot to contribute here. <laughs> I'm indifferent. It says he loves to take his mom shopping, which I guess is like cute, but also try hard to put that in there. So I don't know. <laughs> try hard. I think there's like yeah. you mentioned earlier, like a bad hinge profile. There's yeah. certain <laughs> things that I think people put on social media that are just, they scream like, in what world do you think people don't see right through this? Saying, yeah. like, take your mom shopping? Mm, do less. Yeah. Like, is that really your main hobby? No. <laughs> no. It's playing Major League Baseball. All right. <laughs> the other Blake. The other Blake. He's from Canada. So we have Phoenix Blake and uh, Canadian Blake. Blake, another name I don't know how to say. Moise? We'll say Moise. He's a wildlife manager. In the past, he spent a Saturday night hanging with his best friends, but now his friends are all married and he's the last single man remaining. Aww. So he doesn't like to be left out, so he's trying to get wifed up, basically. Like, um, not a great reason to get married. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and he's not old. He's 29. Right. So I'm sorry that you feel left out and, like, you're third wheeling, but if he's like, hey, babe, I think we <laughs> should, you know, get married... I feel left out with the boys. Is that what you're looking for, Claire? No. no. I will say, upon further consideration, wildlife manager is a fairly interesting job, and he's also bringing Canadian citizenship to the table, which would be nice. Yeah, could go move there instead of being here. <laughs> Suddenly I'm back in. I'm back That'd in. be nice. <laughs> Must be nice. It also said he loves the Ninja Turtles as much as the Ninja Turtles love pizza. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was my reaction. Okay. Yeah. 
Today I learned that the Ninja Turtles love pizza. <laughs> I would have, you know, from the structure of that sentence. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Brandon, 28, from Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, this photo caught me off guard because I feel like typically these bios have very cheery, uh, yeah. smiling headshots. He's like smoldering at the camera. Yeah. Um, and his bio, this, this might make you laugh. He's an Italian stallion in the prime of his life. He's enjoyed living out the last few years as a real estate agent and a model. But now he says he's ready to head back to the Cleveland Burbs. <laughs> that's a huge thing. Like that's a lot. The first thing that Claire needs to know is like, are you ready to move to the Cleveland suburbs? <laughs> Which can be very nice. But they're not in New York City and they're not LA. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah, a st Italian stallion in the prime of his life. It's like, okay. <laughs> like who's saying that but also I will say he has a phobia of dancing and I really don't like dancing so I'm kind of in on that <laughs> moving on to Brendan he's 30 out of Milford Massachusetts he's a sensitive soul who is ready to share his life with a special woman after losing his dad at a young age he knew that his purpose in life was to be a father so we're moving on from Italian stallion model and hearty man <laughs> to someone who's experienced loss and wants to be a father figure. Uh, what do we think about Brendan? I kind of like him. I like him, <laughs> but I don't like him for the show. Like I, I feel yeah. like I'm a real solid dude, but I don't see him going far. Um, I am interested in him and Tyler teaming up for like a bachelor construction business. If he's, yeah. that seems promising. Yeah, I agree. I like him, but I'm like cautious to like him because what if he actually ends up being a terrible person? <laughs> right. It does seem like a red flag that his buddies call him B Money. Yeah. Um, you gotta tell them to stop that. <laughs> He's from like the Boston area. I feel like there's certain like excuses we'll make for some. I think he has an accent too, like that Boston accent. So I kind of buy into the B Money. I think it's <laughs> All right, but now I'm confused because the other bullet point about him where his signature look is a turtleneck, turtlenecks to me are real high risk, high reward, where when they work, like they really work. I'm not necessarily seeing turtlenecks working for him. I'm also <laughs> not sure if I've ever seen someone in a turtleneck who also had a Boston accent. Yeah, so same. Kind of new ground. Um, yeah, so just things to watch. <laughs> He's a wild card in my book, for sure, for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. Next on the list is, we are moving on to uh, Chasen, Chasen, I'm just butchering the names. I could never be a substitute teacher. He's an IT account executive. He grew up in the world of competitive swimming. This man, if you showed a picture of him and asked me what his background is, he looks like a swimmer. Like that was the least surprising thing on his bio. Yep. Um, but the real kicker here is that after ending a two-year toxic relationship with his co-worker, Ooh. he's finally ready to be in the headspace to find his future bride. What a dig. It's one thing to say you dated your co-worker to go nationally and call it toxic. Toxic, yeah. <laughs> like, HR is, like, sweating somewhere. They're sweating. Yeah, yeah. She knows exactly who she is. <laughs> and you know that whole office knows who she is. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Poor girl. That sucks. Any other thoughts on him before we move on? It was kind of just like a, a there bio. Yeah, I don't love his name. It's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, I'm being told it's Chase On. It was sent to me in all caps. Chase On. So I don't know if there's a pause between the two words, but it's not a chase in. So. <laughs> Anyway, moving on to Chris. He's 27 out of Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, after his last serious relationship ended in heartbreak, Chris was unsure if he was meant for true love. Um, he's looking for love because he hopes to have three or four kids so that he has a good reason to rock a minivan. Shay, are you charmed by the minivan um, dreams? I am a little bit, yeah. I would say I especially sort of coming off the heels of a couple, like, <laughs> I don't know, it's definitely... Chase Ons bio definitely landed into the like, is it the writer's fault or is it his? Of like little red flags and the wording where it's like, mm, I yeah. have some follow up questions. Where uh, Chris over here just seems very wholesomely charming. And why not, Chris? Best of luck to you in your minivan pursuit. <laughs> it also says on here that he's the oldest of four kids and they all have genius level IQs. Do you guys yeah. know their IQ level? Like, is that something people know? 
I do not. (laughs) I do not. That makes me feel better. (laughs) Natalie's here to keep me honest. Keep me honest. Um, This is the one I think we need to spend a a little time on. I'll let you guys take the lead. Um, So... We are gonna do spoilers on this podcast, right? We're not we're not spoiler yeah. free, so um, sorry if you're a better person than I. <laughs> but um, this man right here, Dale, he's 31 um, from South Dakota, and he is allegedly the reason the season kind of went into chaos. Mm-hmm. Uh, Natalie, what do you think about Dale, and how much of these rumors do you think are are true? Um, I kind of like his bio. It says he's ambassador for the Special Olympics. He likes a good martini and a perfectly cooked steak. I mean, all normal things. Um, and he was in the NFL. I mean, he looks, he's cute. I like him, but we'll see. I mean, I definitely think the rumors are true just because so many people are reporting it. I think it's more of the spoiler territory than the rumor territory. And I just hope he's nice enough for Claire because it seems like they're going to end up together. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like there's no real sort of, it's not like, you know, we looked at, you know, Bennett's bio and I was like, how oh, <laughs> is this man going to win? Um, yeah. I feel like it seems like Dale's a solid dude. He loves Oprah. Who doesn't? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, one thing that was interesting to me now trying to do like, a deep read on his bio but the note about how the one thing he has not mastered yet is patience which makes me wonder mm. if he is like Claire let's run away together oh. he's the one pushing for her to like decide and bounce right away it's a good point that <laughs> could <is>. be <laughs> probably like a throwaway line written by an intern but he did a season <laughs> We're like psychoanalyzing his patient skills. I didn't yeah. even think about that, but now yeah. all season I'm going to be watching with that lens of how impatient is this man. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I agree with all the points you guys made. So I'm kind of excited to see uh, first impressions from him night one. Yeah. Moving on to Damari's 26 from Scottsdale, Arizona. He is a spin cycling instructor. He's ready to find his wife and is diligently on the hunt. What a phrase. Um, <laughs> the only non-negotiable in his life is his passion for spin, um, which is fine. You like to work out. That's cool. The thing that stuck out to me in his bio is his dream job is to be a DJ on the Las Vegas Strip. Um, <laughs> I don't I know. admire <laughs> dreams, but I think that might be a deal breaker for me if that was someone's like life goal. Yeah, yeah, the ultimate goal. He also writes poetry, so I'm curious to see what his love letter letter would be. <laughs> oh yeah, God. the DJ bullet point was the part where me where I was like, if we were on next, this would be when I'd be like next. Mm-hmm. Um, but it more than like trying to be like judgy about anyone's life goals or anything like that like I just feel like it's so it's such a very concise like a reason why I know immediately that we're not going to be compatible yeah (laughs) not like I'm happy for you work towards that like a life of spin oh spinning in two ways DJ and oh (laughs) wow um dang like I can see you being happy there Damar I would never be happy there so yeah yeah um yeah he seems like very young but he's 26 so he's not like a child um this is <laughs> his interests seem very young too young for me yeah he seems like he's got a lot of a lot of youthful energy but maybe it'll be good for tv uh yeah moving on to easy he's 29 he's from newport beach california he's a sports marketing agent he's another one that we don't need to expose but um he had some time in the nfl uh, but he shifted gears and now he's an agent. So he's apparently, according to his bio, got a smile that lights up the room. He's got a fun personality to match. There's no real substance here other than he's seen every episode of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I love that for him. I also really liked that he had a line that was like, nobody hypes easy up better than himself. I was deeply endeared by that. And I was that like, was all right, cute. I'm in. Yeah, that was cute. And he's got a name like Easy. He seems like a fun choice. I don't know. I'm kind of like, I think he's a, um, you know, like a dark horse for me. I don't think there's anything in that bio that screams, I'm going to go far, but I just have like a a gut feeling. Yeah. And if he's like really fun and good energy, you could see you're keeping him around just 
<laughs> for the party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it'll party. be interesting. All right. Echoing what Shay said, <laughs> this is not a bullying podcast. These are human <laughs> beings with feelings. But I think Ed's bio was the first one where I was kind of like, ooh, like audibly made a noise. Um, he's looking to find a woman who has natural beauty without looking overly fake, rude. Um, he's serious about getting married and hopes to return with Claire by his side, never to be single again. Um, he's bad at multitasking and planning ahead. He loves all-inclusive resorts. His biggest turn on is a woman with beautiful eyes. This man just sounds problematic in my book. Yeah. And he kind of looks, that's not a great photo, Ed. Yeah. <laughs> not a great shot. Yeah, I wonder when they're doing the headshots, do you think they get to pick from a few or they're just like, all right, it's fine. I I can't <laughs> believe someone would pick that photo. Like in, <laughs> when you have the Italian stallion like smoldering into the camera, but. <laughs> Very true. What I don't understand is how the headshots are usually all so bad. Like even going back and looking yeah. at the ones from Hannah Brown season, actors sort of knowing, you know, that core cast of guys from their instagrams and otherwise lives yeah i was thinking like why, why do you have to do these guys so dirty <laughs> i totally agree that like i can never really tell what they look like until they're on tv i'm like that one looks cute-ish and then they're on tv and i'm like whoa you're really cute and then you they're have to match so them when you're trying to like figure out who's still around and you're like i yeah. think that person <laughs> yeah the first totally. four episodes who is that are they still there wait that's not them absolutely <laughs> All right, moving on to Garen. He's 34 out of North Hollywood, California. He's a professor of journalism at the University of Southern California. Um, thoughts on Garen? Natalie, I'll pass it off to you. He seems cool. Uh, extrovert by nature. Loves teaching journalism, which is awesome. Um, let's see what else. He studied abroad in Ghana and he has, a he has trouble with punctuality. So do I sometimes <laughs> uh local concerts he seems cool i like him what do you guys think that just that he seems, yeah, just cool. Cool. He seems like a nice dude yeah i feel like a thing i'm learning in this exercise is it's really hard to be blown away by a bio yeah <laughs> very much turned off by it <laughs> yes and then if i feel like they are super super nice then i'm just too cautious i'm like there's no way they're that nice so i'm not blown away by it yeah, so I was kind of intrigued by the next profile. Um, Ivan, he's 28 out of Dallas, Texas. He's an aeronautical engineer, which I'm like, really cool. Um, he's no average Joe, according to his bio. He's got movie star looks, a loving and supportive family, and a seriously cool job building jets for the US military. So he's not flying them. This is no Pilot Pete. This is a man. He <laughs> builds God. the jets. <laughs> Um, and he grew up in Chicago, which obviously we're a little partial to on this podcast because we're based out of Chicago. So um, I think despite it saying he's a recovered croc enthusiast, yeah. like Ivan's up there on my list. Yeah. I like Ivan a lot too. Sorry, go ahead, Natalie. No, I was just going to agree. Yeah, I like him. Intelligence is a huge aphrodisiac to him. <laughs> I really wonder if he wrote that or someone else wrote that. That's one of the things I need to know. <laughs> that makes me also like on our, you know, evergreen question of who wrote these and how much of it is their own words. Yeah. The number of men that have described themselves as having like movie star good looks or being a yeah. or like whatever it is. I'm like, sir, who told you that? Not that it's not true, just that I need some humility maybe. Yeah, why I don't know you're attractive that? if you're gonna be on a national television show. Like, they can't. I feel people. like it's such an old lady thing to say. Like your grandma or like your yes. aunt would be like, "Shay, I I know the cutest boy down the street. He's got movie star yes. good looks." Like no one says that. No one says that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's weird just to even describe them by appearance because we see the photo. We're gonna see them on TV. <laughs> It's implied. It's implied. I also want to know what an exotic car is. It says he wants to run his own exotic car rental company one day. And I don't know if that means like foreign cars yeah. or like, I don't know. Maybe we can get <laughs> someone. Maybe one of our producers can give us the answer to that. Um, yeah. That's, that's a car. Yeah. <laughs> a car. Yeah. I'm inclined to think foreign car, but also then why wouldn't it just say that? 
like rare cars or foreign, like those mean something to me exotic like I don't know yeah you're getting the hung up on the semantics of it all <laughs> the writer in you is coming out it's just it just means weird cars hey come on like not an American like something that I could afford that's what it means <laughs> All right, moving on to Jason, we have another former NFL player, uh, former lineman. So you know that he has lost a ton of weight in his lifetime. Oh, it says it right here. He's lost yeah. 120 pounds. <laughs> um, and he is now in Arlington, Virginia. Um, he loves animals, blah, blah, blah. We all do. He's the first guy on the dance floor. I bet everyone says that. Um, he likes to drink coffee in bed. I think that he... Um, you know, being an athlete didn't have to build much of a personality uh, yeah. in younger years. So yeah. his bio is pretty boring in my it is. Yeah, I agree. It, there's really nothing there. This could be applied to anyone, just the interest, not the 120 pounds <laughs> that he lost. <laughs> but yeah, the interest, animals and drinking coffee in bed. Okay, sure. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I have two observations. One, the line about after suffering too many concussions that concerns me not from like just for like a Jason's well-being and health standpoint like are you okay yeah. Now? Because yeah. I mean I guess it's not that different from somebody leaving for other injuries but that just seems like a real dark way of phrasing that um, yeah so he's from Arlington Virginia which makes me wonder if that puts him in the uh what was her name Victoria F extended Ooh, universe maybe um, yeah Virginia I guess I was Virginia Beach. Yeah. Uh, I should brush up on my Virginia geography. Yeah, uh, I don't know. But still, I'm intrigued. All right. I want to talk about Jay, because I got some thoughts about Jay, who is 29 out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Um, we've talked a little bit about cliches and having a basic profile. Not only is his <laughs> profile just basic and, like, full of cliches, he kind of sounds like an ass. And I don't think his photo matches his background. Okay, I'll just yeah. read it for you. He's the perfect combination of sweet and tough. And he looks like a peanut in his photo. Yeah. His perfect date is one filled with random adventures. I hate the word adventures. Filed by, followed by good wine and meaningful conversation. Nothing annoys him more than being on a date with a woman who is half in the conversation, half scrolling through Instagram. Um, Jay loves Duke basketball, red flag, and growing up, he spent too much money on clothes oh. from Abercrombie and Fitch. Also, he doesn't like to go to hot spots or clubs. He just sounds like he's trying way too hard, and I don't like him. I don't like this guy. Also, the Drake point, he says every song Drake puts out is a banger. Yeah. False, false, but he, from his description, it sounds right that he would say that. Okay. <laughs> Like, also, he seems like an Instagram person. The Drake song is a banger. Like, I could see him, like, being in his feels, putting a Drake caption on his Instagram, and then he goes on a date, and she pulls out her phone, and she's like, oh, my God. He's like, oh, my God, you're on Instagram the whole yeah. time. Like, when okay. he was on Instagram, like, the entire Uber to the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But maybe he'll make some good TV. I don't know. We're <laughs> fun to – I mean, we don't want to bully him too hard. We're, we're yeah. nice people. Human being, whatever. Um, Jeremy is 40 out of Washington, D.C. He's a banker. More interestingly, he is the oldest contestant ever on The Bachelorette. He says that D.C., this is why he's single, apparently. He says that D.C. is full of type A women that he doesn't get along with. He describes the perfect woman as cute, easygoing, and funny. Um, kind of a red flag to me, but I want to ask you guys what you think of that, um, that he doesn't get along with type A women. Yeah, these men are <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think it's weird to, like, you're, like, essentially promoting yourself, and you're like, I don't get along with, like, this, this, and that, so if you're not that, then fine. Like, you're 40, pick something. <laughs> and it just, it seems like, and he's not alone in this book, so many of these yeah profiles and trying to explain where they're single make like really concerning generalizing statements about like little things so like, I don't like a woman that's on Instagram I'm like I don't like a woman that like lives in DC because they're all tied <laughs> and it's like you I don't know it's it doesn't make any of them look good that they would again maybe it's the writing um, yeah but it's just still like all right man no, you're, you're right, Shay. They're telling on themselves. Let's move on to Joe, who's 36 out of NYC. 
this man is, oh, I'm just going to say it. He's too good for the bachelorette. Joe, you're too good. He's an <laughs> anesthesiologist after spending most of 2020 fighting coronavirus on the front lines in New York City. Mm-hmm. He is also a COVID survivor. So he was fighting it, had it himself, fought it off. He's done wasting time though. He was once voted <laughs> the top 20 most eligible doctors and medical professionals in New York City. Joe, baby, like, no. <laughs> it's a big city. I'm sure there are plenty of fine women. You don't need to exploit yourself on this television show. What are you wow. doing? I hope that Tasha ends up with him at this point. Because <laughs> we know Claire isn't. Yeah, wow. I like this bio. Right? Like, isn't it? That's like someone you want your friend to date. Or yeah, yourself. It, I don't know. And it doesn't seem like he's, you know, using descriptive words to make himself look good. It's like, no, I had COVID and I was fighting it and I'm a good person. Yeah, it speaks for itself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this makes wow. me think also like, with first off like fully co-sign Ashley like he just seems too good for the show mm-hmm. he seems like somebody that I think Dustin was saying that, like he had gotten on the show because they he had been like referred or recommended by someone and mm-hmm. this seems like something where like Joe's friends and family were like let's like put your name in like if anything else we'll get you out of NYC for a little bit you can take a break mm-hmm. from saving humanity <laughs> um and like that's how he ended up on it but he does seem just like everything about it seems like objectively, if not like the Bachelorette itself, then like his DMs or something. Like he's yeah, he's gonna be in good shape because he seems like a huge catch. Totally, we go from a There's he's turned off by people who litter. He's too yeah, pure. he's too pure. He's too pure. I'm telling you, That's he's good. too good. <laughs> well, that was like peak what yeah. you want to bring home to your parents. This next profile, I just think we don't even, it's boring. Um, anyone who says glasses aren't sexy clearly hasn't met Jordan C. He's 26, he's a software account executive in New York City. Um, that's about it. That's all yeah. there is to him is that he, his biggest personality trait is that he has bad <laughs> vision, apparently. Yeah. Right, yep. no one else has anything to say. We could skip Jordan, right? Yeah. Sorry, pal. Just the opening line. I didn't like it. Right? They did him dirty. Um, Meanwhile, Jordan M. from Santa Monica, California, he is six foot eight inches. Standing at a towering six feet eight inches. That's just kind of a rude descriptor. (laughs) You can say he's tall. Buildings tower. Like trees tower. That's rude. Yeah. Um, I don't. I didn't read past six foot eight. To be totally honest with you guys, um, any any standouts for uh, our good friend Jordan M? Yeah. Yeah. Besides the height, it's all pretty pretty standard. His favorite Sunday activity is cleaning, which is nice if you live with him, but otherwise kind of boring. I think this is when we sort of hit the the stretch of contestants where I was just like, this is they all they don't all sound the same, but nothing's yeah. really like popping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They after a while we're like in the midpoint or a little past halfway, so uh, I think this is also when I I hit a lull. But then we moved on to Kenny, who is oh, a yeah. Chicago yeah. guy. He's thirty nine, <laughs> and his job title is boy band manager, which immediately I was like what boy band that's incredible but they're they're boy band cover bands which i guess is still cool um but his whole bio is written with in sync puns mm-hmm. um are you guys in sync people or backstreet boy people in sync i'm more of a backstreet boys person <laughs> but i appreciate both that was a very civil answer yeah think, though, <laughs> even though the correct answer is in sync all right um yeah basically his whole bio is just fluff filled with in sync puns um, but some fun facts about Kenny, him and his dad work out together every day. He hates cheese. Um, the best time of the week for a date is Sunday morning over coffee. I don't agree with that. Yeah, I disagree. A Sunday morning date. Maybe that's why he's single at 39. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like Sunday morning dates are a good idea until you're super hungover and you're like, I look like trash. I'm not going. Right. You're like, what is going on here? Um, I want to be in bed watching Netflix. Yeah. I remember there was an article, I think a few years back in GQ, maybe that was like trying to make the case for like the Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon date. And I remember being like, like fair points, but pass. <laughs> yeah. 
absolutely. Sundays are not my go today. Yeah. (laughs) And then you have Sunday scaries all day. Like I would just be anxious that I should be doing laundry or like being productive. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Mike, he's 38. Another Canadian dude. He's a digital media advisor. Um, his bio, they, I think they did him dirty with this because it makes him sound boring. Uh, Mike is a total Canadian stereotype in that he is quite possibly the nicest person you'll ever meet. He's nice. That's not what you want to hear. Um, for TV or for like describing someone, he's, he's nice. Yeah. Um, he's a proud lifelong member of the Shania Twain fan club, and he refuses to acknowledge that season eight of Game of Thrones ever aired. What do we think about Mike? The Game of Thrones thing is funny, but besides that, yeah, again, I think just like, eh, kind of boring. He's fine. Yeah. I like anyone that can own a Shania Twain fandom, but it does seem a little, I don't know. It seems to me, I don't mean this to sound mean, but it seems like a go-to dating app line specifically in Canada where like mm-hmm. it would be the go-to like novelty like and I like pop music oh, <laughs> I didn't even put that together wow. yeah yeah all right he's there he's nice the bio did it for me yeah all right we'll move on to Paige he's 37 out of Austin Texas he's a well-known and well-respected chef in the Austin area he wants a strong independent woman who will love being a stepmom and love his little boy like her own so he's a father um which I think is interesting because we don't see a ton of that on the show that they kind of just to me like contestants often exist in their own like they are their own personality, they're their own brand. So yeah. the, to see your dad on go on the Bachelorette, I kind of like this. Yeah, I do too. And he definitely has different priorities than some of the younger single. Or no, they're all single, obviously, but the, some of the <laughs> with less less responsibilities. So he has more responsibilities. I think that's good. Yeah, Shay, are you in on Paige? <laughs> Yeah, but I also think <laughs> that didn't sound like you were at all. <laughs> yeah, that sounded so fake. It's yeah. like when you don't like your friend's boyfriend. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Dude. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he seems fine. I so this is where I get into like truth or territory, or not truth or territory, but like and maybe this has already been announced, but Paige is the beginning of the ones that are Tasha only, right? I don't know. I cannot confidently say. Yeah. Pages bit at the bottom of like the ABC thing. It goes to like an error page now. Oh, that's why I just tried to click it and it didn't work. Yeah. So like I couldn't like Paige, Riley, Robbie, the Tylers, Yosef, and the Dax, they all gave me error pages. So I think they're like in the system, but they're, you can't read about them yet. Um, Wait, I have them all pulled up. Oh, wow. Maybe it's like a me problem. (laughs) No, I couldn't open them either. I feel like I'm the one with the sun in my eyes right now. My headphones died earlier. (laughs) It's usually a me problem, so I'm feeling good. I feel like I redeemed myself. I have all their bios pulled, so we can do a little like blind dating. I'll read you guys and you can just hit me with a I'm in or I'm out without knowing what they look like. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on then to Riley. So you guys haven't seen Riley yet, yeah? Um. Riley, obviously all these men are attractive. I think that goes without saying. So he's 30. He's from Long Island City, New York. He's an attorney and a self-proclaimed workaholic who is here to give himself a real shot at finding love. He's been working as an attorney, practicing medical malpractice, and the grind has been no nonstop. Okay. What do you guys make of that bio? Um, hardworking is good. I don't know if there's anything I'm really that drawn to. Does he have any, like, fun facts? The fun facts are where he kind of loses me because they're a little Uh basic. He knows all the lyrics to Call Me Maybe and is a karaoke legend. Mm. Those Mm. are basic, but those do speak to me. (laughs) (laughs) I hope there's a karaoke date. That would be fun. Yeah, that that would be really well with the court, with the... yeah. They're just in a hotel room, like on the television <laughs> screen. Yeah. That would be a soft yes. The workness, knowing lawyers, being friends with lawyers, like that's no joke. And so I feel like <laughs> that would be hard if you don't already know the people. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other hand, Carly Rae Jepsen. So it's a wash. <laughs> it's a wash. 
All right, we'll, we'll see what he has to bring to the table. Um, Riley, his name is. Moving on to Robbie, he's 31 out of Tampa, Florida. This is honestly some interesting tidbits for you. And the fact that you guys can't put a face to this profile, I'm almost more excited. Uh, he's an insurance broker. Robbie grew up in St. Petersburg, Florida with his parents and older sister. He played D1 baseball at Florida State and moved back home after graduation. Um, his biggest accomplishment is modeling for GQ magazine, but he is sentimental and he still has a blanket that his first girlfriend made for him. Oh, no. You're not sold on how charming this 31 year old who still references his college baseball career really is. Um, his first move is to walk up to a woman and say, hey, that's it. That's, that's, that's in the bio. That's his line. Um, no. Ever <laughs> the immediate no. I just think there comes a point in your life where you have to take the I was a college athlete out of your personality, out of your dating profile, out of your bachelorette profile. You're 31, dude. It's been 10 years. Like, <laughs> let it go. A lot of people play baseball in college. And like the blanket from the ex-girlfriend, that, that one is just too yeah. bizarre. It's not like his mom made it. It's a girlfriend from when he was like a child. Well, what else did he keep? That's what I want to yeah. know. I'm sure he's had a, a string of... Uh, relationships like what else is he still holding on to okay so we're, we're, out. we're out on Robbie we don't even need to yeah. um here's some tough shoes to fill we have a Tyler C this season um there can only be one Tyler C and this poor man has to be Tyler C 2.0 um he's 27 he's a lawyer out of Morgantown West Virginia he's a kind southern gentleman who loves to have fun um, that's kind of his shtick, southern small town. Uh, he needs a cowgirl to ride into the sunset with. Um, and he hates snakes and could eat Thanksgiving dinner year round. I don't think my tone is helping sell this man. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah we already know where you stand on him. Yeah. I'll be a little more on, I gotta remove my bias as you guys blind date these last few men. Um, <laughs> What do we think of him? He's a Matthew McConaughey stan. So he's a lawyer, a Southern gentleman. That's, that's not bad, right? Those are good things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just another, she gets fine. Yeah, I feel like it's just very, <laughs> not bland, but like, yeah, you would be on The Bachelorette. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. He is one of those people I'm like, he could go home the first night and I don't think the show would be like better yeah. All right, obviously if there's a Tyler C, we have another Tyler, Tyler S. He's 36 out of Georgetown, Texas. He is a music manager and he is finally at the nice age of 36, putting himself first. Oh, this is interesting. How did I not write this down? After years of being on the road and managing the career of his brother, country singer, Granger Smith, Tyler S is ready to stop, step out. Basically he's done living in his brother's shadow. So he's looking for love. Um, and he's more interested in AM radio over FM radio. Well, that worked out well for Jordan Rogers, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, he sounds fine. <laughs> We're really just really in the fine territory. He sounds fine. He sounds yeah. fine. I think it's what kind of happens towards the end, too, after 31 bios where you have yeah. hits and duds the in-betweeners where I'm like, you're probably a nice dude or just forgotten. Mm -hmm. um, all right. It could be really funny and mean of the Bachelor producers or Bachelor producers if his whole thing is like trying to put himself first and get out of his brother's shadow and then they booked his brother on the show. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, totally. Look it now, Shay. You know that's coming, right? That has to happen. Probably, probably. And then he'll have like a, he'll be sad one night and then that'll be like a dramatic moment. And they'll hype it up in the previews for like weeks. I don't know if I'm getting going too far into this. No, but it no, could no. happen. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Also, it's like Granger. I'm not a huge country music fan, but like Granger Smith is like a decently known name. Do you guys listen to? Uh, again? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know him. I guess going off of I've heard that name before. Mm. So you know, not one of those who is singing. All right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> let's see if I can do this one without making a face or anything. Just oh. more unbiased. I, yeah, okay. 
Joseph is 30 years old, medical device salesman. He's from Alabama. Um, he was married at 24 and had his daughter Zara soon after. It didn't work out with her mom, but they're on good terms and they're co-parenting. Um, he has never been wine tasting and really hopes to visit a vineyard. Um, as a kid, he loved Velcro sneakers. And one day he wants to own a home in Egypt so he can take his family there on vacation. So we have another dad on the show. He seems cute. The wine tasting thing is a, a little funny because it's like he hopes to do it one day. Like, is it that hard to go wine tasting? Yeah. You could like go with friends. Home. Yeah. Get in the car and go. Yeah. That seems like a very achievable goal. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And now they're going to have like a wine tasting on the show so he can be like, oh, my God, my wow. first time. We're predicting a lot of dates based on that. <laughs> I like it. I kind of um, love it. It means like the show is that predictable though, you know? Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on, we have two more. They're both named Zach. Zach C is 36. He's an addiction specialist from Haddonfield, New Jersey, and he's all about taking advantage of every day because tomorrow is never promised. Um, he is a proud sneakerhead. He prefers to keep it old school and gets his news from reading the morning paper. His dream is to travel to Italy and eat his way through the country. He loves Philadelphia sports and dreams of sharing a Philly cheesesteak with his future wife while watching the Eagles win a Super Bowl. Um, that's kind of it. That's Zach C <laughs> in a nutshell. Um, are we charmed? <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's not a ton to go off of there, but what there yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I guess I left this part out. Um, oh. <laughs> You know, I'm just like, what are the lighthearted things? Um, shortly after it says, tomorrow is never promised, after putting his parting, party days behind him and becoming sober himself, Zach started a recovery program focused on helping reintegrate people back into the world after rehab. So he has an incredible- um, That's nice. Awesome. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah, it's nice, right? <laughs> also, not to read too much into it or, I don't know. I don't want to say exploit, that feels like the wrong word, but I think it, it'll be interesting to watch him on the first night just because you know everybody else mm. is like absolutely destroyed. Yeah. And he's going to be clear-headed. Yeah. So yeah. Ahead, God, I didn't think of that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Interesting. All right, we're wrapping it up here with Zach J, who's 37. He is a cleaning service owner. He's from Utah. He's fun, outgoing, charismatic, big personality, and even bigger heart. He has a major crush on Claire ever since seeing her tell off Juan Pablo during the finale of his season. So he, this guy watches The Bachelor. He's not just playing the game. He's watched game tape. Uh, his obsessions include gum and chapstick. He hates jazz music, does not know how to dance. He, I, <laughs> he once broke his nose walking into a glass door. <laughs> um, and he, this one I feel like is a great one to end on for you guys. He doesn't understand how people have so much trouble knowing when to use their versus their versus they are. Okay. It seems off brand for someone who walked into the glass door, but, but okay. He redeemed himself a little bit with that one. Yeah. He's, he seems kind of charming. Um, yeah. Bringing up the, uh, the end here. So it's like what we were saying before, where it's like, these are kind of the best they are, where it's like, oh, it's it's charming. There are a couple things that make you chuckle. You're intrigued, as opposed to the ones that's like, oh, this whole thing has a red flag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, seriously. So he seems safe. He seems safe. I feel like in the bios, we had a few duds that we know they'll just leave, you know, mm -hmm. night one or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but we have some characters that I'm really excited to kind of see how they play out. Um, I know we've predicted some dates. Do you guys have any hot takes for the season? Any bold predictions for this, what they're dubbing the most historic season of The Bachelorette? Uh, I'm hoping for some fights because there are always some really good fights on The Bachelorette with all the guys getting really mad and insecure. That's just a hope that I have. <laughs> like some physical fights? Maybe. Definitely a lot of yelling over something really dumb and then they're going to have, you know, they're going to start to have a physical fight and then somebody breaks them up or someone's removed. That could be a good one. <laughs> I feel like it's hard to come up with like a truly spicy hot take when we already 
definitely know that like the bachelorette yes. like, leaves yes like it's I don't know where you go from there <laughs> don't it, that's, that's the great. problem is we know we know the best is going to happen and yeah. we just like, have oh, to a suitor leaves okay like she yeah <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if, like, when she's going to leave, if any of the guys want to leave, because they're like, Claire was who I wanted, or they're just going to be like, all right, on to the next, it's fine. That makes it look really interesting if they've, I guess the question then is, how long do you think the season goes with Claire? How long they sort of yeah out? Because then you have guys who've been like, oh, I've been spending two weeks building my case that I have feelings for her and then you have to like turn on down and be like actually Tasha, I love you too yeah I'm sorry totally feelings for someone in two weeks like you can you can reroute like you'll figure it out that's hear those that's sponsorships true. like stay focused eyes on the prize which is the Instagram sponsorships <laughs> totally they're not leaving too because they're heartbroken <laughs> oh man I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up any closing thoughts guys before we uh head into episode one so excited. excited. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's really it. That's going to wrap it up for this episode of Can I Steal You for a Second? Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be recording an episode every week to talk about everything from Claire's season, all the drama, all the chaos, even Tasha's season as we mix our way into that. You should definitely give us a follow on Twitter. Go follow Accept This Rose. It's our Bachelor site where you can keep up with all the news on Twitter. The handle is at iWatchBachelor. We hope you follow along with us. Go like, subscribe, listen to this podcast anywhere that you get your podcasts, and we'll talk to you next week.